of exploring the compassion, Vahara, Karuna, to recollect something that was said earlier, and then maybe add a thought or two of clarification. Gil, the other day, explained that there is a difference between the karuna and meditation where the heart is opening and then the kind of compassion that is the compassion of action. So we're exploring the availability of compassion here and now. We're exploring the ability of compassion to allow us to soften into experience. Experience of our own and the experience of others. Compassion, when it's mature, has this softening ability. We don't have to harden against our own struggle, our own challenges, nor witnessing the struggle and challenges of others. So there's a softening quality. The Buddha referred to this as the quiver of the heart. It is an empowerment that allows us to be present for what's true right now without this demand that it be otherwise, even though we want it to be otherwise, even though we may in uh, a very direct way take actions to have things be different, but to first feel it fully, to not have to avoid being mindful of the difficult. We can have a felt sense of the difficult through the softening capacity of compassion. This heart's quivering in response. Both karuna and mudita are responses of the heart, one for compassion, one for happiness. In my view, metta and the equanimity, the ekagata, all of this kind of um, upeka feeling of, of, of equanimity. So better should use the upeka. Metta and upeka are evergreen. They're ever-flowing. They're not conditioned-based. They're always appropriate, always flowing insofar as they are able to flow. Compassion is a response. Mudita, being happy for happiness of others, is a response. We can feel compassion for the basic situation of the human experience. So the compassion can be non-specific just based on the dukkha that's interwoven into life. We can have compassion around all the identities that we're taking birth in, our own, and watching others do the same, knowing others are doing the same. 
when story comes up, can we let the story go and be with the felt sense? You can continue the way you've been practicing. Or you may start with the truth of dukkha, the first noble truth, that this is the nature of the realm. Just open to the compassion for all human beings as we make our way, so often lacking in clear seeing, but so many moments generous, sharing, playful, creative, in the midst of this, have great compassion for the juxtaposition of these two aspects of life the dukkha and the sukha. How confusing. Not needing any individual because we are that individual. We enter our shared human condition. Stay embodied, please. Drop into the heart, resting body on earth. Let this image go.
Checking in with the body. If the body's getting heavy, or the heart feeling heavy, or the mind feeling heavy, or kind of drooping, too much identification. Too much enmeshment. If one feels swept away with pity and all oh, those poor creatures where there's a kind of separation, too much pity. And now think of a particular group that is of, of some kind, a cohort, that's easy for you to open. But keeping this balance of compassion with passion, compassion, but in a gentle way that would be sustainable through time. I think of children having various kinds of challenges, particularly in terms of economic uncertainty, enough to eat, to feel safe, to be able to learn. So much compassion for children. For you, it might be their mothers or families who are losing a dear loved one, or people that are losing their jobs, and on and on. Just choose one. Don't look for the best. What's easy right now, readily available? I can feel this suffering. I care about this suffering. And let the phrases go, and the image of this group or cohort go. Checking in again with the body. Does the body feel imbal balanced? 
Does it feel available? Does the heart feel available versus indifferent, bogged down, swept away? And now bring up an individual that you know in some way. But something about them brings this feeling of compassion naturally. It could be someone you're close to or someone that you just see regularly. Steady with the phrases. If you're using phrases, you can also do a kind of sweeping, like that image is in your heart of that person, and this compassion is sweeping through them, or the compassion is radiating from you, or actually vibrating in you, sweeping through you, or totally quiet, like that compassion's in total quiet. It's just appearing in the stillness. You might try smiling as you use your phrases. Yes, they are hurting, but your smile is a smile of sympathy, a smile of greeting, a smile of connecting. In some instances, a smile of, and I love you.
if the mind starts to rebel, you might meet that rebellion with compassion for that part that's so suffering, it's rebelling. person go, think of your own situation, maybe something here on retreat, or some situation in your life, or your own personal experience of dukkha, a generalized uncertainty, or judging, or guilt, or preferencing. Something where you can actually see the suffering in the form of dukkha dukkha, or in the form of clinging, attachment. Not a long story, but just kind of a short remembering. How deeply can you connect, just as an exploration, not a test, not a striving.
And letting this image of oneself go. And once again, to body, mind. And now, this is our last effort, our last offering. Direct your attention to someone that is something of a difficult person for you. Someone that you have some judgment about or you don't feel safe around or not someone that's most terrifying or most all-consuming in anger or something like that. Not where the mind is reactive, but staying in a space, a range, where the mind can stay responsive, being deliberately responsive. In my mind, there comes to this person that uh, has their own business and they struggle. They struggle, it's just a small, small business but they struggle because of their personality, not because the service they offer isn't valuable. But they are so difficult, so difficult, to the point of being intimidating, one hesitates. I can see this person suffering so clearly So sorry that this person has to live this way, alienating one person after another, even talked about in terms of these bad experiences of just customer interactions. So sorry. I can so feel this person's suffering.
it's difficult and the mind starts to wander, that may mean you've chosen a person that you're not available to. You can persist or change your persons. Softening, softening. Not pushing and pulling at the experience, at circumstances, but being willing to be with the person, what it feels like to be in those circumstances. this image of this person go. For just one minute here, just be. Just be. No doing. But in the space that we've created, just be. being grounded in the body, having any degree of a mind that's gladdened, having any sense of the metta and the upeka. These are all helpful in staying steady over a longer period of time with the karuna.
we may well move on tomorrow to yet another Brahma-vihara, but at any point in this formal practice or on your own, use the Brahma-vihara that is pulling you, that, that is interesting you now. You don't have to do what we are doing. You can stay both in, in the Brahma-vihara you're wishing to cultivate and in the technique, the style that you're doing it without, just let the words wash through like the rain coming off the, 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 the roof of the... Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.